0: You're listening to Hollowed Out Horror. What's up, everybody? This is ah shit. We already fucked up. He stunned me. (laughs) Completely shocked. That that voice was insane. (laughs) Completely shocked. I wasn't
1: expecting that at all
0: so let me go with 13 we're at 15 seconds we should leave it in yeah we probably should what's up everybody this is chris and sam from hollowed out horror and we're just here to i don't know what are we here to do
1: we're here to share all of our knowledge
0: yeah so share our knowledge as well as creating an entertaining channel for all around horror content you may have noticed that we broke in through the scene in the middle of the halloween horror night season And that's why right now most of our content is Halloween Horror Nights related. But realistically, we're aiming for general horror overall. The content schedule is something we've planned out. And the ultimate goal for us is to pretty much do a a 70-30 split. Um, Since Halloween Horror Nights is in its on season right now, which is typically the end of February through the beginning of November, pretty much 70% of our content is strictly towards Halloween Horror Nights. The other 30% of content is going to be specifically towards horror. Just general horror, like horror reviews, for like the Black Phone, or just stuff that's not coming to the event. Because we want to keep people engaged, and horror is something that we both really love, and we love to discuss it, and that's why we're here. So, if you are part of the current 30%, they may be a little bit stumped about what Halloween Horror Nights is, and and since we talk about that a lot, I'm going to take a second to explain that. So Halloween Horror Nights is a premier Halloween event that takes place at various Universal theme parks. The one that we focus on specifically is located in Orlando. We'll talk about Hollywood a little bit here and there, but it's 95% of it's realistically about Orlando. So this event began running in the early nineties, originally named as Fright Nights. It went from a few day event typically at the last three days of October. Uh, Generally it had about three houses and it didn't really grow up for a few years after a few years we really started to get more consistent like we got the invention of scare zones which are pretty much highly immersive areas outside of haunted house attractions that pretty much get you completely immersed in the experience so the event nowadays consists of 10 haunted house attractions typically with two shows and if you love horror you'll love it if you've never heard about the event or seen anything about it i highly recommend looking up some of the past events on youtube there are some people who have uploaded house walkthroughs of certain ips or certain houses And uh, I guess I'll go with that too. And IP is another thing some people might be confused about. IP stands for intellectual property. And what that means is essentially like Halloween with Michael Myers, you know, The Thing, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, stuff like that. Those are considered intellectual properties in their franchises. So the event typically does a little bit of a split where it's IPs with a mixture of original concepts that the creative team at Universal has put together. We're pretty much at a 4-6 split with 4 IPs and 6 originals. Really, what Halloween Horror Nights is, is it's an incredibly immersive, highly detailed, multi-million dollar haunt event. It is a really great thing, and and really, we hope it's something that you guys enjoy, too. We just, we we hope you like us. Please tell me that you guys like us. We just need your approval. That's why we're here. Oh, please. Yeah, I never got it from my dad, so. Amen. So, yeah, I mean... This podcast, website, channel, whatever—like we—we've been. This hasn't even been something that we just came up with. Like we didn't, we didn't just uh, decide to do this. We we've been playing it for some time. I think Sam, you approached me, sometime last year, right?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time coming. We just we've wanted to do it right, and that's why it's taken us so long to, to get everything together.
0: Yes, I mean, especially too, we've been, unfortunately, we've been planning out the podcast. I mean, we're so far behind on the podcast that the Black Phone review is slated for episode one, while Nope is slated for episode two. We've just had some unfortunate things happen that have kind of prevented us from going forward on this. Uh, but I mean, everyone's been really, support. I mean, for the most part, everyone's been really supportive. We do have, we do see people who are like a little bit of negative Nancy's. However, that's, just, I mean, yeah, we look, see, yeah, look at the weekend. <laughs> we see you. Hi, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Can you guys stop being pessimistic? I love this event. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're not... You, you can go. Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: Like, the people hating on the weekend, it's absolutely ridiculous.
0: I guess, yeah, that should be the first topic, right? I mean, because that's been something I've believed in, like, literally since day one. The moment I saw that on the map, I was like, you know what? This actually makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really fun to see the weekend, like, consistently have the longest wait time through all of HHN.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm All pretty sure... On it. Oh, yeah, there's... I mean, so, for me, I've kind of taken a dual step on this, and I I, I am excited for the weekend. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I don't think that 10%... I mean, he's not even technically 10% of the event. I think he will have the longest lines, but I, I just... <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be such a crowd-pooler like Universal's expecting, because it's just... It's a lot to ask for... Like, just, oh, I love the weekend. Let me... Fly to Orlando for you know like what five to a thousand five hundred to a thousand dollars. Absolutely. Let me yeah. let me then stay at I mean I'm gonna stay at a Universal Resort right I mean I mean if not have, even if... then you're still I mean anywhere from four hundred to a, at like fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. and then you've got him only taken up. Granted it, I I'm just I guess I'm kind of upset because and we'll it, we'll lead this right into it. It's just I think the Cabana Bay experience should have been revolving around him oh, and it, what we got is absolutely. it is really cool. I think it's cool, it's just, you're asking a lot of these fans, like, you really are, in my opinion, and yeah. I, I do think it's going to be consistently the longest, I just don't know if it's going to pretty much live up to the expectations that Universal's given to towards it.
1: I agree and disagree. I, I think it's easily the biggest IP that HHN's ever had. I, I, think I mean, it, it is. I, it will bring in a ton of people, and, I mean the whole event isn't revealed right now and i could easily see his music being a part of either of the shows or just yeah play, i mean playing the park wide loop
0: yeah I was well yeah that too i mean definitely if they're doing a nightmare fuel because that's kind of been what's on the spec maps for everyone including ourselves i mean we have nightmare fuel 2 on there i don't actually we don't actually know if they're going to be doing like a sequel to it or if it's just going to be, like, the same thing. But I do imagine it with The weekend there, like, they've got... They, they have to incorporate some of his songs in the show, right? Like, that's, yeah. that'd be crazy. I mean, they,
1: they did last year.
0: Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. Actually, I only saw it once last year, and that was towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't by
1: him, it was a cover, but...
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I did. I mean, I, walking through that area, like, anytime I did Scary, I swear I would just hear, like, one of the cover songs that they were playing. Again, I didn't hate the show, Um. It's just... If you uh, say anything bad about that show, I will kill you. Okay, I won't then. It was my favorite show of the year, Better Than Bill and Ted. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it was definitely more sexual than Bill and Ted. I'll give it that. It it definitely knew how to turn on a crowd. I don't know if that's a positive. It's not for me personally, but that's just because I don't see the point of being in a theme park ter- like surrounded by a bunch of people... Turned on. I don't know. That's just me, though. I agree
1: with you there, and <laughs> I definitely had to wait a few minutes before I could stand up and leave after the show.
0: I'm pretty sure everyone did. That was the problem too with mine. Is they literally packed us in there like sardines last year. Oh yeah. yeah. I literally I was like, geez, like there was no, there. It's <laughs> just no extra room whatsoever. I remember sitting there, just sitting there, literally with half of my ass hanging off of the bleacher just because I was at the very end. Yeah. And that—that's how much they packed us in. Like, I had no other freaking choice.
1: Yeah, I would love to see a third show option for HHN.
0: It would be cool if they did something like the um, the horror makeup show, or even oh, the, like just swapping up something for like the Born Spectacular to make it something like horror-related. I mean. Yeah i mean it's because the i mean the event is really hot i don't know if you've ever if you've not been to halloween horror nights or not but let me go ahead and just say this no matter where you're at on the event it's freaking hot like it's just always hot at halloween horror nights i am always sweating and i love finding these little shows to take a seat so i don't i'm an advocate for more please give me more places to sit down so i can stop sweating and my feet will stop hurting
1: yeah it's even hot on those rainy nights
0: it is actually. Yeah. I feel like the rainy nights are the worst because you just you you get pelted by the rain, and then it just turns into a swamp afterwards, and then the humidity increases. It's just death for the yeah. most part when it rains. I mean, tell it's me definitely going to rain here. on uh, opening night this year, though.
1: Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong here. Nights that it like pours raining, it just seems like there's more of a sense of community there at HCM. It's like we all survive this rain together. And the yeah, rest I mean, of I just a cakewalk.
0: Yeah, since I I mean I have frequent fear, so obviously I go through a lot of it. Like I, I go through all September as well as October. Um and yeah, when the rain does kinda start well, when the rain's really hitting, everyone's kinda panicked, but once it kinda clears up, I, I agree. Like people aren't as like pushy or Absolutely it's yeah and then you always have the tents like the two tent houses always get just completely screwed by the rain it's either the entrance of it is flooded out or the exit of it's flooded out i mean last year was mostly <laughs> it was mostly the um the express line that got flooded out last oh, yeah. year for was like a cool. uh, puppet theater oh yeah <laughs> yeah i wasn't too big of a fan of that
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah i mean let's go ahead and jump into the first review that we have will be for the black phone which as we know will be in the horrors of blumhouse maybe we should take a second to talk about that uh universal what the hell why (laughs) have we not consistently told you blumhouse sucks like i swear to god i feel like every like exit survey has to put that house on both years it was there i mean the first year wasn't terrible but it just it's just it came in on a very competitive year and i just don't think it was there and then the second one i don't
1: I, you're absolutely either. right, but I think the relationship with Blumhouse is super
0: important, and it's something they have to have to keep up. Yeah, I mean, and ironically, I'm gonna talk a little bit of shit here about Blumhouse just for that moment, but they picked the two freaking movies that I care about from Blumhouse that it could it's actually true. draw me and get me excited for a house. Like, and yeah, that's where we're going with the Black Phone review, so do you want to start with your uh, piece on that? Sure, so... First off,
1: spoiler warning. I know there's a lot of people out there that haven't had the chance to see this yet. Please watch it. Yeah, you should watch it, especially if you plan on going to Horror Nights this year. It's always fun doing a little prep work. So let's get into
0: it. Yeah, let's just dive right into it. So Sam, what was your opinion? What did you like about The Black Phone?
1: So overall, I really liked it. It was a fun movie. Definitely some stuff I would have done differently. But overall, I really enjoyed it. It was entertained the entire time. And that's what I look for most of the time. I feel like it was a very emotional movie. It made you feel for the kids, all of them, like past and present, that were taken. The supernatural subtlety in the movie was awesome
0: with the phone. I mean, there's a lot, there is a lot to like about it. The visualization of the dead kids, fantastic. The performances yep. all around, like the kids were really good. I, there were like several moments I'm sitting in the theater and like you, it kind of gets that weird little that twist where it's like, oh my gosh, she's had two houses this entire time, yeah. which is like my least favorite part of the movie because I find it. Was, it, it was absolutely very... terrible. <laughs> it's I don't think it was. It's just a weird. It's like it's not that big of a gotcha. It's like, oh, how the hell would I have known this? Like I don't have his property records. I don't know. <laughs> But, like, it's that moment where they find that out. Like, I got a little misty-eyed because I was like, great, Finney's fucked. Like, I was like, this kid's not making it out of this. He is definitely not going to survive this. But, I mean, you know, today's the day, motherfucker, and he did. Like, I I just feel like all the kids really did great. They did an absolutely incredible job. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I'll I'll start. Since you started likes, I'll go with dislikes. My only dislike, I just wouldn't mind more screen time for the grabber. I don't think there's enough buildup for him i think they do a great job but like I, we just never get to see like number one we never get to see his little game build up like we never get to see like oh step like they they talk about it in the movie they're like oh like you're not playing naughty boy you're not playing the game you can't move on to the next step well what's the next what step because right now that yeah exactly that's what i want to know because right now from our perspective what we have to assume the next step is is Finney goes up the Grabber beats the ever-living shit out of him until he passes out, and then that's it. I'm assuming, I mean, what's the next step? If Finny can't fall for his shit again. Yeah. These kids all die in a very quick, it's only in a matter of a few days, generally speaking. So, like, they're not, I don't think the game's that fleshed out, but I'm just curious to see if it does. And I'd, I'd be more interested in learning about the Grabber.
1: I would have loved to see some, like, flashback scenes. Like show oh, yeah, exactly. He, ha- how he was with the, the past kids, and yeah. more about the games, you know?
0: Yeah, because I wouldn't mind seeing more about those past kids just in the way that they, if they could piece it together in a coherent way, like, I mean, I guess that's really the hardest part too, is just them getting, you know, maybe they had this idea and they wanted that and it just didn't fit in, like, for what they were trying to do, like, you know, that's, that's part of the reality, but pretty much every person I've talked to about it, I have not heard a single review from a person who's like, I hate this movie, like, it sucked, I don't even think I've seen that online, oddly, I've not seen like, oh, it's a nine, it's a 10, you know, it's the best movie I've ever seen. the one thing i've heard from all my friends and family i've literally i've seen this movie like three or four times because i've been showing it to my family and friends and each time i mean i watched it with my mom most recently and even she agrees she everyone thinks that the movie could have used essentially 20 extra minutes
1: yeah
0: it would have helped like it it just didn't it also didn't have a ton of horror aspects as well like and that's another thing they could have built on in those additional 20 minutes yeah yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that. I don't wanna, I don't really want us to give actual number scores cause I just wanna pretty much say like, I approve. Yeah. So Sam, what does the black phone get from you? Two thumbs up. Okay, there we go. And a smiley face. Do you... Oh wow, okay, so you stole my thumbs up. That's why we have two there. And I don't know <laughs> who's smiling cause I'm not smiling right now, but. So let's go into the next topic, which is a fun one cause it's Halloween Horror Nights related yet again. If you don't like oh, Halloween yeah, Horror Nights, you're, we're probably not, you're probably not listening to the right podcast. So let's go ahead and dive right to it. The sucky announcement season by Halloween Horror Nights. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I, God. I mean, <clears throat> granted, I understand there's like, there are things, I, I just, there are things that can get in their way. For instance, this year we've been hearing in the background that there's been a lot of like goops and gaps with the entire, pretty much all the IPs evil dead was slated to go or well slated to come here and then that's gone that i don't know was vi- like I... built. pretty much yeah that's what we were hearing is that they literally began tearing down the house like they built it it was finished or at least to a point of finishing at least until the actual event starts because i'm assuming they go through and polish everything but it was to the point where overnight we were hearing rumors of people dismantling a house not just oh they they're changing some of the set no they were dismantling set pieces entirely it's not something small it was a big thing is from from what we were hearing at least yeah it was definitely an odd time it is and i mean this entire 2022 has been kind of weird in general i mean if we look at the map we we did get some things a little bit earlier that versus this time last year like for instance. This time last year, I think we were just getting the frequent fear passes. Are they're about to release? However, for this year, well, we've had them for two or three weeks, and I've already got my ultimate pass. Like, I'm already in debt over that. Oh, yeah. Thank God. But then again, we also only have, you know, we're only at a handful of houses. And now we don't even have, you know, 30% of the event announced. Yeah, it
1: feels really weird. Like, I feel like we were waiting and waiting and waiting for so long. And then everything kind of dumped with the leak and announcements, and it, now it feels like we don't really have anything left to look forward to besides food.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm honestly I'm kind of hoping the leak is like a is a prototype of sorts because I really just want them to start announcing the originals in a better manner. So I mean, this year what we're gonna say is we're chalking this sucky announcement season up to the IPs and just basically like general mishaps around in the backgrounds, Like, there's just been stuff that's going on. Like, hey, we've all been through it. Halloween Horror Nights is going through it this year, folks. I don't yeah. know what to tell y'all, unfortunately. What I really just would prefer them to do, though, is the IPs are what's at the heart of this, this issue right now. Like, that's honestly what it is. We've had a sucky announcement season because we've had issues with the IPs. I really believe they want to start building the hype up to the event better and actually more pro. because we were start like on Twitter, at least I was starting to see a lot of negative reactions towards just about any Halloween Horror Nights post. Like, yeah, when are you guys going to announce something? What's happening? Is the event canceled? Like, what's going on? Like, is the weekend coming? He is. <laughs> so, I mean, it, 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 and it has it's been frustrating just on the community in general. It really has. Like, and there's no denying that. My expectations, or thoughts at least, going forward is that I really believe that they should just start doing the originals first, like Absolutely. starting in, you know. Possibly, you know, February or even mid-March, whatever, late February, mid-March. Start announcing those. I just think they should start with the originals and then build up, like, once, because, like, around this time, like, realistically, they could start announcing IPs last month, you know?
1: It just feels like they're giving the originals the back burner, which, I mean, I get from a marketing an advertisement standpoint but it would be nice if these originals got proper announcements instead of just them all
0: get dumped on the same day. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, I get it because, yeah, how are you going to, like, if we get, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of an original right now, and, of course, I'm freaking blanking, Bug like, Bug House, I guess. Let's say we get Bug House. How are they going to advertise that? No one's, like, no one's got the keyword searching up, like, oh, let me, Bug House haunted. No one's looking that up. Sure. I mean, and no one really knows about that, but, like, if you have, like, you know, I mean friday the 13th would be another it would be a major addition not that we haven't had it in the past but i mean because that's it's just got a huge visibility yep so i mean i get that but it's not like the original so the originals aren't going to create visibility and reach but what the originalists can do is continue uh, our hype i you know i don't want to say i don't care about the general audience for halloween horror nights however i mean i do like i care about the event and way way too freaking much i don't even work there i've been going since 95 so like it's i was born into it essentially they they've got to figure something out and the thing they've got to figure out is that the hardcore halloween Horror night fans we make a lot of noise for y'all absolutely we are out we out here and there's a lot of love and i mean unfortunately there's also a lot of gatekeeping as we've spoke about with like the weekend and stuff but like it's just i don't know going forward i hope 2023 is consistent that's the (laughs) that's the one adjective i'll go with i just want it to be consistent that's it
1: I just it feels like the Twitter account specifically just prefers teasing people over giving anything of actual substance.
0: Yeah, and I mean that does play a part into hype marketing and teasing is a big thing. I mean, you get a teaser trailer, you can get literally like seventy million views within a few hours for a massive movie, but when a teaser like for us, like for Halloween Horror Nights, like it just never seems to it just doesn't pan out. Like nine out of ten times they're like, Oh, what's this and it's like demons don't sleep yeah demons don't sleep what does this mean halloween horror nights demons don't sleep it just means demons don't sleep i don't know what to tell you my guy like apparently that's all i mean
1: look at the house Scream (laughs) social media team they do a great job
0: yeah i was gonna say they i was actually gonna jump into that next because we are simultaneously watching it because it's all unfolding at the same time, just at a completely different pace. But Hollow Screams is shockingly announced way more of their event than Halloween War Nights. Like, and it looks absolutely incredible. It does. I, I didn't get to go to Hollow Screams last year. I, I'm going to try my best. I'm not going to promise. I can't make a promise because, like, I just get too busy and I'm I'm so tired. Hollow 24/7. Scream Orlando
1: was an absolute blast and I'll be going this year.
0: Well, if you're going this year, then I will probably go with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so their team, like, Hollow Scream, they don't get to do anything else, though. And I guess that's where the the contrast kind of comes from there. Yeah. Like, for Halloween Horror Nights, they can, there's a potential that they get something like Stranger Things, as they've gotten in the past. It's n- Stranger Things is not going to be there this year, guys. I'm really sorry. I don't know why. I mean, I do know kind of why, but the guess is that netflix is just being netflix if you guys have read the news about netflix you knows what netflix does so that's just how netflix do and i, I got nothing else for you that rhymed but um <laughs> they don't get those things like i don't for hollow scream i don't have any expectation i know for a fact hollow scream ain't gonna get the frick john carpenter's of the thing i know hollow scream's not gonna come out with like child's play be miraculous if they did but i just know they're not going to they're doing such a good job like they're making video like teaser
1: videos for their houses which really gets people invested and excited for those original
0: houses it it does it really does and that's what i was going to say is since they don't have the benefit no one who is attending or considering or even knows no one who knows hollow scream is going to be like oh i wonder if Freddy's going to be this year like no, he's not. Like spoiler alert. So I guess Hollow Scream kinda gets to benefit from that. Like they get that benefit because Halloween Horror Nights is actually held to a higher standard. Yeah. Like absolutely. at least for IP IP wise it is. So I mean but I, I, I'm not gonna dog them in any way. Like I won't. Like I may have not gone to your guys' event, but like the social media team is freaking killing it. Like y'all are engaging with your people i'm watching y'all grow and i think y'all are doing phenomenal and I've, i love all the videos like again may, i may not know any of the things that happened last year and a lot of people are like oh my god this was my favorite last year i don't have that experience but like yeah they're, they're doing great let's go ahead and start talking about something again universal oh, yeah. epic universe This, actually, I guess this is kinda gonna go hand in hand with what we're talking about, how pretty much this season, the announcement season's been kinda spoiled for us. They've announced absolutely nothing. (laughs) It's, It's pretty funny. I don't get it, like, I don't, I mean, I guess, so when I originally, when they started originally announcing this stuff three years ago, my thought was, okay, what they're going to do is they are going to announce this and allow essentially anyone to come up with their crazy ass theory for all these like spec maps like and we all saw them like pretty quickly like they are coming out and apparently were incredibly accurate from uh moment one yep. where they had really all the lands detailed out i mean it's it is very interesting that was my thought i thought they were going to essentially pretty much take the best ideas from fan-made maps and go forward <laughs> but uh it just looks like we were there right second one <laughs> yeah I got to wonder if, if, Uni- if universal was like, how are they taking that? Like, how do they take leaks? Like of any kind, and that's for Halloween Horror Nights too. Like, I really want to know, like, cause I got to feel like if I'm sitting here building an ultra secret, oh, this is going to be like the next banger park of America. Yeah. And it just got spoiled. I'm going to be pretty pissed off personally. Yeah. Same for Halloween Horror Nights. If I, I mean, they didn't build a hype season this season, unfortunately, really, But, I mean, if I'm sitting there, like, let's say this is a general consistent year. And just for whatever reason, we just finished IPs, five IPs, and we're getting five originals. If the five originals came out at that time and just completely leaked, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Like, I'd be so upset. Like, I I mean, because these people, they sit here and they don't. I mean, we don't even we get ten houses. They don't. That's not what they just come up with. They come up with like a shit ton. They have, to have like all these things. They're working year round, the clock to get this shit going. And not only do they have to deal with us being annoying about it by saying, "Please give me an announcement every freaking ten seconds," then they have to deal with the you know the weekend. They have to deal with that negativity. And then guess what? Now, boom! Now they get to deal with a leak. Yeah. I just it has to be, i can that's be
1: really frustrating. And moving into it really does moving into some speculation. I mean. That's exactly what had to happen with Evil Dead. I mean, that house was built, and then one day they get the call, and they have to have a replacement for it immediately.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine at that point they had to pretty much essentially go into the ideas that were like, Oh, if we could have house number 11, little buddy, you would be it. That's on the head. I'm assuming that's what took the place of it essentially. And We've been hearing a lot about what's taking place there. Did you have anything you wanted to add there, Sam? So, I want to talk about the
1: rumors for the Evil Dead replacement. Okay, okay. So, we put Nope on our speculation map. And I want to talk about where that came from. So, we heard that Evil Dead was getting torn down. By the way, Evil Dead is 100% on the table for 32,
0: so really... I was gonna say, I think a lot of people are expecting the original for that, but we're very much assuming it's the newer one that's coming out.
1: So, Evil Dead got replaced, and we were hearing that there were Western sets getting taken in for the replacement house. This was happening at the same time that we were hearing that nope was being discussed by certain people
0: and we went with it now yeah i mean that was that was yeah that was added on there just for a lot of different reasons too it it was gonna happen at one point i i think so too just because it is kind of odd but like you were saying like we heard a lot there's a lot of chaos like it wasn't just a something's you know moving it's they're dismantling an entire house and it's getting replaced possibly by something with a midwest theme so facades this season is one thing i've been really excited to to see because we've we've actually heard a lot about facades oddly i mean even hall and horror has given us a lot about the facades because they talked about a spooky empire with the first one that we're going with which is universal monsters which is going to be a dig site with a rumored forced perspective of a pyramid Oh, yeah. I, mean, I saw a lot of people say, oh, it's a dig site, it's not a pyramid, but like, where do you guys think dig sites are? <laughs> like, in Egypt, so I'm assuming we're going to see a forced perspective of a pyramid, or I'm going to be incredibly sad. It'll be there. Um, and I hope it is. Only because, like, man, the, the 2019 version of Universal Monsters, the mummy gets so freaking gypped. Absolutely. I i thought the detailing i was like oh this is so cool then like i remember i was like okay what the hell we're already out of that like i took two steps so i mean i think and i my first classic horror film is the original the mummy 1932 with boris karloff it is my favorite it is a classic i think they're they're putting a lot towards that one it's it's technically an ip but not an ip at the same time honestly So, I mean, did you want to dive into the next yeah. one? So, let's talk about Bug House. This one has, this yeah, one I mean, has a lot of people crawling. No? <laughs> yeah, it it makes people's skin crawl in this one. I, I mean, Bug House, I think, has been one of the first things to catch pretty much everyone's eye. Like, when you looked at that the map that showed it, everyone was excited about that one that I know of, at least. Like, I never saw anyone saying, like, Bug House, that'll suck. I don't think I've still seen someone say that, It's going to be terrifying. I, yeah, and we've been hearing like different things about it in terms of how the point of view of the maze. Personally, I'm, and I'm just going to come out and say this I would love if they just gave us like that B rated, cheesy, sci fi, 1950s horror vibe, like the side, like where it's just like the the tarantula, the fraying mantis, like, and I would love to have that vibe, but I'd also love to just kind of be like, we're the bugs in this situation. We are the bugs in this house. So, with the facade, I've heard that it's going to be an indoor lab. Yeah, and I mean, that, like, we've been seeing a lot of stuff now, too. Yeah. In terms of actual facades, we're getting actual imagery, like, actual photos now. Of course, I don't have any of this pulled up, but Bio Reconstruct, they've been doing a lot of stuff. They actually dropped a lot of stuff today, too. Yeah. And it's starting to show some of the facades and really starting to build, like, where I believe it is going to be called or what it's theorized to be called at the moment is, like, uh, Descendants of Destruction. That one's finally starting to take place. So, I mean, the facade for Bugs almost kind of looks like the same facade for uh, for Depths of Fear, oddly. Ooh, the classic house. Yeah, the classic house that certainly was a house. It was a house. I certainly experienced it. <laughs> it... it I don't even want... there were cool I, I yeah, that's all I got for
1: that house it was, it was a cool house but that year there were so many good houses but...
0: there were like it just it had a lot to it had a lot to deal with unfortunately and it just it was an interesting take I don't hate the take we got it's just it came in a very competitive year for best house and uh, it was not it so quickly we're
1: gonna change subjects 2019. What was the best house?
0: <sighs> Graveyard games for me personally, but that's because each time I walked through that house, it was consistently good. I would get every scare actor. that was, but there was a house that year that had a very special place in my heart. And it was the Yeti. Yeti was phenomenal too, actually. God, 2019, taking me back. I like Yeti just simply because you walk in and it was cold and I love that. It's one of the reasons I love Poltergeist too. Yep. I mean, Poltergeist and Yeti were both phenomenal houses, in my opinion. I actually really love Poltergeist. But I got to say, when you were standing in line for Poltergeist, Poltergeist that year was actually the last year. So 2018 was the last year I had just a regular frequent fear with no express, and I'm never going back. 2019 was my first year, and I will never go back. So, I mean, I remember waiting like two hours for Poltergeist, and then you just walk in, and oh, my God. That feeling. It would just i can just feel it right now like it's just you're walking in you see that forced perspective of the house above you you're walking into the dirt and you know life is good and uh i'm not dying anymore so let's circle back to talk a little bit
1: more about bugs With this one i'm expecting a similar similar facade to like wicked growth where you get something on the outside and then you walk in you get your real facade like in this case like
0: essentially two facades because yeah i don't think a lot of people realized it but a lot of i mean i i don't know a lot of people didn't realize it but also a lot of people last year so the a different set of a lot of people decided that wicked growth and i agree with them that Wicked Growth has two facades. And it did, it realistically, it did. You had the one outside, which, you know, little boo, the little pumpkin patch, like all the pumpkins everywhere. And then you just walk in and you have the house, you know, you're walking through that front door. Beautiful house. And that's actually my favorite part of the house, simply because for Wicked Growth, I mean, I I have a lot of great memories in Wicked Growth, but my favorite one is for some reason, we walked in, we're at the second facade, me and my best friend are standing there. And that guy to the left, that scare actor, (laughs) he uh, poor guy for him because we were literally standing there we walked in literally we're right at like it's right to our left the the line stops for like 10 15 minutes i have have no clue why when we get out there's not like there's an ambulance or anyone freaking out there is nothing like i so we we still to this day we have no clue what the hell happened but that guy that scare actor i mean he would know if it's him and he's listened to this so give me a (laughs) shout out because i love you but he was that fence that pulls out. He was in there dancing, doing everything, trying to keep us entertained. And that That's instantly dedication. became my favorite spot. He had a lot of dedication. All right, so moving forward from Bug House, let's go with everyone's favorite, Halloween 1978. Oh yeah, the classic. Again. It is a classic. I literally have, a, I'm literally sitting on a rug of it. So I'll go ahead with the Halloween house and she took the bugs one the halloween house the last time we saw this one is t- during the 24 halloween Horror Nights 24. so 2014 we were in a tent house so one of the biggest differences just right off the bat is now mike myers has grown up and he is in the sound stages baby oh, yeah he is it's gonna be a completely he, it's gonna be a big difference it really will be like cuz the soundstage is just it is where everything goes to be better. And I mean, not that the Halloween 2014 was bad. It's a great house, it's one of my favorites of that year. It's just, going up to a stage is massive and I think everyone's going to understand that. If you went through the 24 house and you're going through the 31 house, you're gonna know it's a lot. Definitely. Uh, one of the biggest differences, just off the bat, we're gonna have a lot of different perspectives going through the house and that's gonna take effect right from the beginning. Because if you remember 24, when we're walking by, all we're doing is the facade is just the front of the house. We're walking by the front of the house. That's it. We just see the house. Really cool. But this time, we're actually going to be walking through the front door of the Myers house. Just walking through this house is going to be such a blast with
1: that classic John Carpenter theme playing. God, I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm very excited for it. Unfortunately, it's going to... Right now, it's it's lower on my hype list simply because like we've done it. Like we we've done it in, in the sense that we've we know this content like i've seen this movie a billion times at the event in a sense like we've seen i, I mean we've seen so we've seen halloween at the event a lot of times and that's not to take away from it it's just going to take away from my hype because i've seen it you know like it's not i don't know i'm still excited for it not upset at all that we have halloween 1978 cuz how could i be i'm literally sitting on a rug of it can i talk about the next facade yes you I'm may so
1: excited for this one side it. of the year gonna you know what I'm talking
0: about I think I do only because I feel like it's sarcastic Blumhouse <laughs> only because we're yeah <laughs> I mean yeah you, you go ahead and take this one away you're very excited about this so one so we're
1: going to walk
0: into the entrance
1: and there's going to be a projection
0: of the Blumhouse logo Oh my god, we did it. It's going to be incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, Blumhouse.
1: Yeah, there's honestly not much more to talk about here. Blumhouse is going to be Blumhouse. I'm actually... I'm more excited for it than I was for past ones. I think that they're actually going to do a decent job with this one. Let's talk about Descendants of Destruction.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is one that we've heard a lot about throughout the year in general it's been pretty popular and they just started recently actually building the facade for it it's too. it's gonna be awesome so that's all i'm hearing is i'm pretty excited for it like right now the top rumor that we've heard for the facade is essentially a subway car crash out of a subway station now i don't know if that means we're going to be walking by the subway car that's crashed or if we're gonna be walking in it, it could be something that we walk through because we did have something similar in a Dead Exposure, where like towards the end of it, where we're walking through the subway. So they could actually just be using that that exact set or that exact prop. And I mean, I think I think that would be pretty interesting if they went that route. Obviously, but I mean, the facade for this one is it, it could change. It really could. We saw a lot of different stuff last year in terms of just overall quality and, and size. I mean, look at Scary versus like the facade of Wicked Group, Growth. Yeah. There's a massive difference. I mean, the massive difference also come I mean, just look at the, look at the difference between House of a Thousand Corpses facade versus Scary. Yeah. Like House of a Thousand Corpses way better. I'm mm-hmm. super excited. To I mean, so yeah, facade though, cuz if the rumors and what we're hearing is
1: true, just picture like the overgrown subway station with beautiful lighting on it and being able to walk through there it sounds super exciting
0: it does i mean there's nothing i've heard this year that's really like gotten me not hyped for the event really like any of the all the rumors we've heard have been really good and they're definitely different i'll give some rumors that there are some rumors that are very different that we pick up along the way but, I mean, everything that I've heard and everything we've seen, and everything we, I mean, we're, we're actually in the moment of seeing a lot. And that's what we're going through next is what we're seeing with the scare zone construction. But, like, so far from what we've seen, the event this year is having a very heavy focus on detailing. Absolutely. And that is going to benefit yeah. it very well. The scare zone construction is looking awesome. Like,
1: all those sets in New York, it looks like that zone's going to be pretty packed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what that zone's going to entail, but I do know one thing. Little Boo is freaking everywhere. everywhere. Literally, like, Little Boo has invaded our hearts and our minds. I don't know. I mean, even on our Twitter, like, (laughs) our Twitter has been taken over by Little Boo pretty drastically, and I mean, most of that's me just finding little fun spots to put Boo into, because, I mean, it has been fun, and we've gotten a lot of, like, I've got, we've gotten a lot of engagement through it, so, yeah, Lil Boo's everywhere, and he is here to stay. It's Lil Boo's world, and we're all just living in it.
1: I really wasn't expecting to see him on everything like this this year.
0: I don't think I was expecting to see him at all, and then, like, they're just like, boom, merch, everywhere, and then it's just like, Lil Boo, Lil Boo, Lil Boo, Lil Boo, and then, of course, now on our Twitter, everywhere you look, Lil Boo. I don't know what to tell you guys. Sorry, guys.
1: Have you seen all the sets
0: going up in Central Park? Yeah, we're starting to see a lot in Central Park. Actually, like yesterday, we started seeing stands, and it looks like it's possible that for the entrance of the Central Park zone, we're gonna have a barn, like an actual tight possible barn to God. walk through. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in it. I mean central park i swear that's like always one of my favorite areas just for scare zones anyway because it's always just so beautifully atmospheric and it feels full. they always do a great job it it really does like it, it feels like there's no barren like there's no spots or little patches it's just all very like walking through uh new and york Ambulance. As... oh yeah 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 it's not like i mean new york i always feel like has some of the most lackluster scare zones they always have really cool stuff but it's just a very open space like it's kind of in central parks the complete opposite like it's it's a very intimate very stuck together very tight-knit area and it's very great it makes for fantastic scare zones and i mean now even now we're seeing yeah we're seeing a potential barn go up and we're also seeing lanterns like starting to go up in the trees that is
1: going up there that's going to be a tight zone. Like, it normally already is kind of a struggle to get through there.
0: But with all these oh, massive
1: yeah. sets, like... Can you imagine, like, when Marathon of Mayhem lets
0: out? Oh, yeah. When Marathon of Mayhem lets out, that might be a complete disaster, actually. Thinking about that. Because even when Marathon of Mayhem did this last year, like, when it would let out, I swear that zone would get just balls to the wall. Like, it would, I couldn't move. That, so, I guess... <laughs> I love Central Park, and I hate Central Park all in the same breath just because it looks great, but God, when that thing gets funneled, it's a literal funnel. It's just a literal funnel of his own, and that could play into a potentially very disastrous way if they go with a barn that's actually like tight as as we're thinking right now. And actually, that kind of builds another interesting question, too, because if Central Park gets that, it's going to have a fully immersive facade for its scare zone. And I got to wonder, I don't think any other area can compete with that ever. Just in general, I think Central Park is, would be the best spot for a actual like full on full fledged facade, essentially, like or just even like an indoor tent system of a, of, of a zone. It's the only one that could really sustain something like that. And I think they're finally going to give us something really cool. I mean, they've given us a lot of cool stuff in that zone over the years. So I can't say they're finally going to give us something, but they're going to give us something really cool. And uh, it might be pure hell once May- a Marathon of Mayhem lets out, but uh, I guess we'll see. It should,
1: it should be super exciting. Definitely. I Do you think, think so. the zones are going to be like interconnected I mean, this year? It seems like they're all going to have like a similar theme or story
0: yeah so i mean one of the rumors we were hearing was that all the uh scare zones were pretty much interconnected this year and i don't think that's true in the sense of what a lot of people are thinking however i i I do think they're going to have like a similar theme and i think the i think the theme of this year is in a way it's very traditional halloween like it's incredibly everything about it has been very traditional this year like us getting a halloween house um yeah exactly there you go yeah (laughs) there we go we, we get halloween that's traditional halloween it's in the name guys where do you guys think the the tradition halloween came from it started in 1978 thanks to a, a young man named john carpenter father God of bless him. um the father of halloween who can who can discredit him for that is anyone going to say <laughs> otherwise i don't think so i hope not John carpenter even jordan peele was out shooting for him when the other to. day. <laughs> yeah I mean and speaking of that too we're also looking at the Hollywood Boulevard one which is a graveyard like it's very clearly a graveyard I mean it's literally labeled as a graveyard <laughs> so well yeah that's all we got for this episode we're gonna have an episode coming out hopefully very soon after this one cause we, we have a lot to talk about we were very uh, time is not our friend at the moment cause the event is coming up very rapidly I feel like in very. my opinion It just, last week it was March, and now all of a sudden we have less than a month away from Halloween Horror Nights. I don't know how the hell that happened, but it happened. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Hollowed Out Horror. We're happy and honored that you've chosen to listen to us for nearly an hour, and for engaging with us, really, seriously. To the community, this is more of a pilot episode. Next one, we're going to have better footing. And we're really thankful for everyone who has stood by and engaged with our channels. Thank you so much. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter or Instagram, which we just started up We should have episodes coming out pretty frequently from here on out. Thank you so much.